everybody i hope this finds you doing as well as you possibly can in this strange landscape that has you oscillating between everything's okay everything's cool it's okay to freaking out to be like ah! we all read the news i don't have to report the news we know what's going on um <clears throat> in other news i have legit had a vendetta against uh, Lululemon, the instant I saw the brand. Um, uh, it's like, I saw it on a team. In fact, it's my niece. She's, she had some Lululemon on and I was like, oh no, this is some status symbol joint. You know, I was like, oh, man, this is many years ago. I was like, oh God. I was like, what is that brand? What is that? What is that? Lululemon. And... Um, and this brand is just, I should have lo looked up a little bit more about this brand. I get my beef with brands just in general. I'm like, no, this is a celebrity brand or this is, never mind this brand. Even though I'm the dude who wears Jordans, I wear all the mainstream mall bullshit anywhere just because, well, it's cool. I live in Queens too, you know, you gotta like, I'm a dorky white dude living in Queens. I got a kind of urban, urbanify my look so I don't get beat up walking around in the streets, you know? Anyway, Lululemon. This leads to my next guest. Don't worry. Lululemon, I'm like, man, what is this brand? Blah, 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 blah. Then, of course, there's stores. Then it's like everywhere. And as a heterosexual male, of course, I do appreciate the female form in this exquisite paraphernalia. No, I'm not. You know, I am a human. I like air and beaches, you know what I mean? Like, it's all just normal, beautiful stuff. So I'm like, what is this brand? What is this brand? And then, of course, men, my friends are wearing it. My friend in California, Rory, he has like three pairs of them. Kenny, I, I don't know how many pairs, but I mercilessly made fun of Kenny. I, in front of his wife, i.e. my next guest, and I always be like, dude, dude, if you're coming, wear the Lululemon. And what are the two sweetest cats on earth, Kenny and Abby do? They got me a pair of Lululemons yesterday. I wore them for 24 hours, and they're amazing. And now I love Lululemons. The male Lululemons do not have any logo on them. My vlogger, no, he's not a vlogger. He's, I listen, I read Lefsitz, Bob Lefsitz. He loves Lululemon. He has the shorts, he has the pants. That's when I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Anyway, Kenny and Abby, thank you so much for the Lululemons. I'm, they're awesome. I'm going to wear them all the time, and now people are going to see me and look at me and be like, is that guy wearing Lululemons like some other hipster jerk like myself? Anyway, that's my tiny story. You guys are very sweet. Thank you for the Lulus. I got a pair. They're awesome. They got the drop crotch. Dude, check me out. My downward dog is going to get tight. Anyway, y'all. Uh, my third guest during quarantine, that means a remote recorded podcast, are two of my dearest friends, also two of the best people on earth, also two of the best 
musicians on earth. And I mean that. I literally mean that. Not only are they, in terms of musically speaking, they're both exquisitely technically talented and artistically talented, right? Like aesthetic. They each have a cool aesthetic. Abby's music is just incredibly cool, beautiful, thoughtful, like perfect little nuggets of song. Dare we say Jobim-esque, right? Like, if you notice Abby's songs, there's always a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I know that sounds, like, ridiculous to say about a songwriter. Like, all great songwriters have that. But hers have, like, a real reason. Like, it's, like, not – it never feels like paint by numbers. It's, like, no, this is here in this track because of this reason. And it's been fascinating to watch her songs change and progress, right? Like, her earlier stuff was very kind of meticulously detail-oriented. And now she's – her songs have gotten so much simpler – probably so much better, you know? I always say it's really hard to write a simple song. So, yes, Kenny and Abby, the musicians are both top-tier professionals, ace, aces in the holes. Aces, dude. They're both aces. They're both aces. And then on a personal level, they're just my dear friends. Um, Abby is incredible work whipper. She accomplishes so much, and they're both incredibly modest, incredibly chill. They're the best, dude. I love them desperately. I talk to Kenny, like, every day. And Abby, I work with, hang with. Dude, they're the, they're incredible. Enjoy this jam, rock, and then enjoy this funny conversation. I think this is a funny podcast because, number one, it's, like, remote, so it it's a little different. They're also my dear friends, so it's so congenial. <laughs> it's, it's hard to not turn off the just we're talking thing. We talk about teacher talk a little bit. We do a contest to see who can hold an ohm longer, you know. It's funny. We talk about yoga a little bit. Um, there was no allusion to the Lululemons at that point in time, but I wish I was wearing them when I was tracking them. We tracked this Thursday night. It's Saturday. Hopefully we'll get this out Monday. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's that. It's been oh, six minutes. Um, please, these are two of the best musicians I know and get to hang out with. They're just badass. So please enjoy this track, Rock, and then we play you out with Hothead Kid. And yeah, dudes, stay safe, stay healthy. That's always nice. That's like the really nice way when you're saying, but, um, I have a friend, he just says good luck. He's like, good luck. And I like that one. So to certain people, I also just say, good luck. I say that to my dad. That's a dark, but we have a really dark sense of humor. I talked about that before. Okay. Enjoy the song by Abby. Have an awesome time. Have as good a time as you can. Enjoy this podcast. Thank you to uh, Kenny and Abby for taking the time, and I'll talk to you soon.
two, two, three, four. All right. Okay. Good luck, Jason Wexler. <laughs> Shout out to Jason Wexler for putting these mobily recorded Secret Famouses together. He does a lot of things for a lot of people. So thank you again. I literally was texting Jason right before this. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm talking directly to Abby Payne and Kenny Shaw. Are you guys in the kitchen or which room do you guys hang in? We're in the TV room slash office. <laughs> music room. Sounds the music classier, room? I think. <laughs> the, the studio. Yeah. All right, good. In your beautiful Greenpoint apartment. Absolutely. No, we're actually we're actually in our Upper West Side apartment today. <laughs> <laughs> You're at your Peter Terror dog. You're at your your spa upstate. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we needed to change up the scenery a little bit, so we 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 just went to our other pad. <laughs> Wait a second. Is the PD is the Peter Terror the spot in the city or is that the spot in the country? <laughs> I thought it was the spot in the city, like you Wait, live uh, up in Katona side. or whatever, oh. and then you have your, sp- yeah, your like studio. One bedroom, yeah. I see. Okay, I dig it. All right. Cool. I will officially introduce you. I opened, I got a Modelo. Ladies and gentlemen, the sweetest couple in the world, the humblest, probably the most talented. People call them a power couple. Pianist, singer, Songwriter, music director, creator of a musical, creator of the roundtable, Abby Payne, and her husband, drummer, professional drummer, educator, Kenny Shaw! What's <laughs> up, guys? What's up? Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> Thank you guys for agreeing to this. I seriously, I was looking in old notebooks. And you guys are on the original list, and I have been doing this, I think, for three or four years now. Wow. Yeah, three years. How many episodes of this do you have? You guys are going to be episode number 40. Damn, that's a good accomplishment. Yeah, that really is. Congratulations on that, Paul. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I have... (laughs) Shout out to all my deep players who listen to all these episodes. I know they've been waiting for an Abby Payne, Kenny Shaw episode. This has (laughs) been requested... No, this this is like requested. This has been this is on the request line. <laughs> You've gotten at my, least two requests for this from from our parents, from Kenny's dad. Yeah, my my parents. I mean, my dad, Little Ricky's, emailed you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the interesting thing is I don't know if I don't know if parents do any of your parents real talk listen to podcast. We were just talking about this and. And the answer is no, but I think that this is going to actually change change that because I think um, Rick Shaw will really enjoy this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. They, they have to learn how to get to the podcast app probably on their phones. But Yeah. It was, it was lightly broached in the family talk tonight, and uh, we'll see. Yeah, it's, that's, that's funny because, like, Rachel's mother will, she'll see me put it online or something, and she's just always like, I don't even know how to do a podcast. (laughs) And I'm like, well. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, of course, the family dinner will evolve into, like, everybody talking about their podcast, and I can see they're secretly angry. So, yeah, it's not necessarily an older person's uh, genre, but I do agree with you that once... You start to check it out, like once you hear, I don't know, LeBron James or whoever you think is cool do a podcast, you're like, I kind of like these. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's oh, cool. Yeah, I love them. You got to like find like your ones because there's so many. It's like it's hard to. You, I feel like I usually get them on like a recommendation from someone. It'd be like it'd be like you should check this out. You'll like it. And I'm and I you know maybe I will maybe I won't but. <laughs> 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 yes, but I yes, I can see. So shout out to Kenny's dad, huge fan. We hope you're listening to this and we hope yeah. you enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> shout to my dad, shout to my mom. <laughs> um so guys, I just played the listener in with the song Rock. Uh tell us about that track. Abby, tell us about that track. Oh, gee. Um well, Let's see. I think that we released that in 2017 um, mm-hmm. and recorded that with Will Farr produced that. Um, and we did that in Long Island City, I think, just that spring before that. So, um, yeah, I still enjoy it. I like playing that tune. I don't know what else to, <laughs> to say about it. but <laughs> is the, Well, is that tune, I mean, it should be noted here that Abby wrote a musical, is this... Is this part of the musical? Was this originally conceived as part of the musical? Is it not in the musical oh, anymore? How does question. it relate? Oh. And is it, it's two characters speaking in the piece, right? Oh, <clears throat> in the song? Yeah? No, no. It's, yeah, it's just me, I guess. It's not really actually, um, yeah, it, I, it's actually one that was not supposed to be from any musical. Um, and I haven't written a lot of songs like that lately, so... Um, yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. I think I started with, I just started playing like that little riff on the piano. And I was like, oh, this could be a thing. And then I started just singing something. And then that's what happened. <laughs> so it's not a very exciting origin story. But <laughs> I was like, this, okay, this is kind of, I like metaphors a lot. You know, probably everybody has noticed that if they've ever heard any of my music. <laughs> so it's just, it's, yeah, big metaphor. What's it a metaphor for? I'm speaking to you, speak to me like I know nothing. Oh, oh, oh. Not to your fans. Speak to... Well, what, I also like... Look, I also really like to leave stuff up to people's interpretation, you know, because I um, came up as a big, big Tori Amos fan, as you know. And, uh, yeah. and I just love that her lyrics are so weird. And, like, I would always just be like, well, this probably means this, because this is what I want it to mean. <laughs> so... Um, yeah. so I, you know, I like to leave things a little vague too. Um, but, but yeah, that one, I think, I think it's just about like, um, oh, oh it, yeah, it, I guess it's about, you know, being slow moving. <laughs> um, I guess rocks don't move at all, but <laughs> is this song about me, is this about me or something? This song? Yeah, it's a little bit, it's about Kenny. It's about me. Yeah. It's about marriage. Kenny didn't even know all this. He's like, I what? don't. No, I yeah, don't. Yeah, he doesn't. Lo- he has no idea what any of my songs are about. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> that's hard. Come on, that's not true. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much what it's about. All right. Well, then <laughs> let's get right to the musical, then, dude. <laughs> okay. Tell us about the yeah, musical. Yeah, maybe that'll. Maybe I'll talk about that better. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. So yeah. Oh, the musical. I mean, where do you want me to begin with that? I want you to begin with the origin, like what... Oh, gosh, yeah. What inspired... I mean, because how many years has the musical been... Uh, it, mu- it must overtake... I feel like it's overtaken your whole creative um, space. Yeah, you know I mean? so it's yeah, like, definitely. It's been a real, yeah, game 
changer, <laughs> life changer also for me. So, um, well, I guess um, 2014 was when I had the, the concept album, you know, The Gunfighter Meets His Match. Um, and I had, which is like this, you know, Western. I was like, oh, you know, it's, it's going to be like four or five songs. And it's, you know, these different characters in this Western, you know. Um, and the round table that you mentioned um, a minute ago, um, a few people in that came to me and were like, we think you should make this a musical and, uh, and we'll help you with it. Like, we'll, you know, choreograph it and direct it and act in it and stuff. And I was like, oh, I never thought about that. I was like, I don't really think I'd ever write a musical, but like, I mean, if they think it would be good, it would probably be good. So, <laughs> so I should probably do it if they're willing to do this stuff. Um, so then, yeah, 20, it was like, I think it was like late 2014 when um, we did like a first little half hour sort of version of it which was mostly just music and movement. And then, um, and then 2015, we did a one-act version of it at Here, um, Here Arts in, in Soho. And then we did the, uh, the New York Musical Festival in 2018, which you were a part of. And, uh, mm -hmm. um, and that was like the full two-act thing. And then I've rewritten it like two times since then. <laughs> Still currently really? working. Currently working on the rewrites, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. So, so it should be duly noted to our non-already known listener that Abby is incredibly modest in that this was a massive undertaking in the 2018. We're talking like, I mean, how many cast and crew, the dancers and oh, multiple shows. It was like five to we seven did, shows. We did five, five shows and yeah, and the New York Musical Festival, which um, I don't know if you know, but they, they no longer, we were in the second to last one. They no longer have that anymore, unfortunately. Um, but oh. it was, yeah, it was like you, they would have maybe two shows in the same space in one day. So you had to um, break everything down. All your like, anything you were going to leave at the theater had to fit in a, this tiny little square space that was taped off. <laughs> so Jeff uh, Davis built this awesome set that we could break down really easily. And um, yeah, it was pretty crazy, but I definitely could not, I had amazing help with it. So it was, it was, I worked hard, but so did uh, a lot of people <laughs> on that. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's a massive, massive undertaking. Yeah. It was a crazy undertaking. Yeah. Abby's very modest, but maybe uh, maybe I could just lay down, <laughs> if you don't mind, a couple, like, so you had to write the music, the musical. Yes, yeah, like, the I should probably finish wrote this. the music. The yes. script, the music. <laughs> then you had to assemble, a, like, a team to kind of, you know, get this thing up and running. You had to fundraise, like, a massive amount of money. And that then, didn't even yes yeah well, and then do like the worst, yeah yeah and then and then just the just the amount of work you put on like you it was like superhuman it, yeah. I I've never oh. yeah I it, I'm well, still amazed Kenny, by Kenny it. was a big help too <laughs> no I, I wasn't that big of a help but it was yeah it was, uh, <laughs> he was he was very patient yes. when I'd be fr freaking out like once every day <laughs> so, <laughs> it was good. And it should be noted, too, which that was a very good description, Kenny, too. Abby, as well as all of these precursors to that, you were the music director of the actual performance. <laughs> well, you were a singer and an actor in the show, and you were also the piano player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I wasn't a real music director. Like, I, you know, it, it just, like, oh. I had my band, you guys, who pretty much just wrangled yourselves. <laughs> I had Jacob Plekis did all the, you know, the nice beautiful charts for me 
Um, and, uh, <laughs> the so, very detailed shirts. <laughs> yes. Um, so if I had just like, you know, like a real Broadway show or whatever, where you had like a pit, I don't think I would have been, a, <laughs> I don't think I could have done that titled myself, the music director, <laughs> but with you guys, you know, it was like, you guys know the songs, just play a thing there. It'll be cool. All right. So, you know, if we take musical director off the list, you're still yeah. actor, singer, <laughs> piano player, uh, producer, yeah. writer, of the book and of the music. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, literally the biggest thing I've ever seen any of my friends put together. So oh. I mean, that was incredible. Dude. Oh, it was thank it you. was damn impressive. <laughs> uh, thank yeah, you guys. I agree with Paul. Well, yeah, it was it was really really fun. So yeah, I'm, I'm angling to get Abby to do the rest of the dishes tonight. We're giving her a lot of compliments. I know. <laughs> Yeah, you got it. You got it. Keep going with those. We'll you see. know, quarantine times. That's a that's a that's like a you know two and a half hour oh, day man. job. Uh, no, it's a, it's a full time gig. Dishes, just general. Yeah, well, I got I live with a busybody, and she's just constantly on the cleaning thing. I'm like, you got to <laughs> chill, man. It's all good. But I, she's putting her nervous energy into cleaning. But mm-hmm. it is helpful. So, and then Abby. What are the two, you did retreats, right? I don't know the right word, whatever they're called, but you went to Colorado and you went to Massachusetts and were those the two times that you did the rewrites for the new, the new musical, the Gunfighter Mason's Match, the new musical? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, well, for anybody that (laughs) might be listening that saw it, it's, it's not like, it's still the same story and it's like, um, you know, mostly the same songs. Um, I think I added one or two and cut one but um but it's um it's just like more more in detail so that i realized uh, so the first one was at goodspeed um musicals in connecticut and i had an awesome like two week retreat there last or 2019 um with all these like really amazing writers and i was i learned so much from them um and i was like i thought i was going to go there and be like oh i want to make these little changes you know i think we need a little character development and i was like nah i got to <laughs> like retype this whole thing like from from the bottom and and then um yeah and then i did a reading so, of that oh yeah sorry go ahead abby that was very specifically a retreat for people writing musicals? Yeah, Or yeah. was it just a writing retreat? It's for, yeah, some? so it's for um, musicals, yeah. Um, so, mm. yeah, because um, at that Goodspeed Opera House, they do a lot of musicals there, and they have this, um, like, a theater company there. And, um, yeah, it was really, it, they took really good care of us. I had this whole, like, apartment in this really, really old house all to myself just to write. But that's where I, so I just started that, but it took me like months after I got back um, to finish that rewrite. And then, so I did that, we did a reading of that in the fall. Um, and then I was like, huh, okay, I got a lot more work to do. <laughs> um, and then I went to um, the uh, the National Winter Playwrights Retreat in Colorado right before uh, quarantine. Thankfully I got to go. Yeah. Um, and that was for one week. Um, and that was a little different, but it was, it was, uh, mostly playwrights. Actually, I think I was the only one there that was working on a musical. Um, but we did, you know, it was, it was different. There was like more, we did, there were readings every day. And so I was kind of learning a lot from other people's, uh, work in that one. Whereas like mm. the one before I was hunkered down for two weeks, just, you know, writing and anyway, 
but yeah, that was both really, really great experiences. And these are things. So you, did oh sorry you you apply no, for ahead. this right? Oh like yeah, you have yeah. To apply and then get accepted. Yeah. that's the nice thing. Like uh, that's so different from um, you know our our music world. It's like, there's like all these things you could apply for <laughs> in theater. It's really. You know, it's highly competitive, but, you know, there's always, mm -hmm. like, there's always hope. There's <laughs> always, so like, something else to apply for, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's cool. Did it's, they... I mean, I can't even imagine what kind of minds, like, these people who teach writing of musicals. I mean, they must have... I can't actually can't even fathom this person. So yeah, well, yeah, well, it was mostly actual just, just writers. I mean, I think a few of the people there were teachers, but, um, yeah. Yeah, they're really very impressive. Do they understand like um do they do they read the lyrics of the songs too and how that pertains to the actual script and then give you yeah. notes on that or they just don't touch the songs or Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Actually, um a couple well readings I had been to um in the past uh year, we just read through the lyrics and didn't even like listen to the music. Um, yeah. of some other, you know, another musical. But so we ended up actually having to do that at my reading um, in Colorado because we ran out of time. <laughs> and because uh, it was like we had, you know, everybody had like two hours and I don't know why, but it, you know, it went over. Um, and it, yeah. So they, they really look at that closely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fascinating too. And the thing about Gunfighter, maybe to someone who hasn't seen it, who's listening to this, it is very, very influenced by some dancers. Mm -hmm. Like it, it has a strong visual uh, movement, human movement yes. composition. I'm trying to use words I don't know. It has dancers in it and a lot of dancing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, my, my muses, you know, <laughs> are, yeah, dancers. So that's probably why. Yeah, that <laughs> Kenny. I was <laughs> I was thinking about that rehearsal today, where Kenny made the joke like the dancers during breaks would always be like stretching and working on their bodies, <laughs> and then the whole band would just be eating pretzels. I don't know why I, we're in. <laughs> well, you know the band. We know what to do during the break. You know, you gotta you gotta eat. You well, know? yeah, that's Kenny's rule. If there's yeah. food, eat it. Yeah, if there's yeah, if there's a, a little spread, you know, we gotta be right there <laughs> for the food. Get right into that because you diet popcorn for you. I think that's what you got because <laughs> right, it was like from the rehearsal space. Diet. Oh, the popcorn. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. The pop pop chips or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, good times. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was funny. Fun. Yeah, that was fun. Who was who was that? Uh, like that one dancer who was stretched. The male dancer who was stretching like all the oh, time. Oh, um, who would it have been? Oh, Brandon, maybe yeah, our, our Brandon, male lead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot man, if his name was Brandon amazing. or Brendan. That's why I yeah. didn't say it. But uh, yeah, Brandon Jones. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he was serious. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah, well, the first time I met him, he was like doing a handstand, like a one-arm handstand against the wall, and I was like, "Oh, that's our, that's our male lead." <laughs> I saw pictures of him. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is crazy. <laughs> Dancers are crazy, and just because they're like constantly, their body is a constant upkeep. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. Oh, but. 
Anyway, so what's the future? What's what 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 happens now for the gunfighter? What do you mm. or what do you want to happen for it? Or yeah. is it like do you keep rewriting it? Or is it going to be another album? Or is it like hmm. well, what, what are your yeah. aspirations or? A lot of things. Well, yeah, I would like to, yeah, release another album. Um, but yeah, the show, my my ultimate goal is definitely to get another production, but like a longer, like, you know, I mean, a festival would be great, but like, um, you know, a proper like off-Broadway run for, mm-hmm. you know, a month or more would be, is, is definitely my goal. Because that's when you can really develop it and, um, you know. It, yeah, having a longer run would be would be great. So I've applied for a bunch of things, and we'll see, you know, what what comes through. But I still definitely have some more work to do on it. But um, but I'm actually writing a new musical <laughs> right now, <laughs> so <laughs> kind of working on that. Um, and then you know, when I get that in a good place, I'll come back to Gunfighter. Or if you know, if we get an opportunity, then I'll come back yeah, and finish yeah. those rewrites. Yeah, so. I think it's. I, I have a good feeling. I think it's. It's definitely. Uh, we'll. We'll do it again. Yeah. I. I don't. This. It's such a foreign world to me, but it is a fascinating world, and it's like a powerful world because people mm-hmm. love theater. You know, mm-hmm, people love mm-hmm. coming together. You know. Yeah. 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 Definitely. That was the one. That was the one thing I always took away from it was like how pow- to watch all of these people come together and like. They you people get so invested in the character, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, oh, during one of the shows, I went to I went out with P and Katie, P Francis, who's been on an earlier episode, the dude from Dispatch, who Kenny and Abby played at MSG with Pete. We'll get to that though. We're getting to that story. Hold on. <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> um, he it was just uh, adorable to like even just watch Calliope. And Charlie, like, get in. So, Dane killed them? You know what I mean? And, like, they're asking all these questions, like, wait, so who? You know, and I was like, oh, then, then, Pete, then Pete and Katie are asking me all these questions, and I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, uh, I'm just playing guitar in the back, dude. I don't, I don't. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm hoping these, the rewrites will make it so there's less questions from, uh, from Charlie and Calliope. <laughs> they'll be, they'll understand, you know. Yeah, well, That's no, the they goal. understand, but even even yeah. just the whole, like, development of, like, how, it's like they're seeing behind the scenes of how a show has come together, mm. too, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm still it's, learning, it's learning about that. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was amazing to see. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about MSG. I set that up perfectly. You guys <laughs> must have a distinction as the, like, how many couples... In New York, can say that they both played at MSG at the same time. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many couples could say that. I have no clue. <laughs> but no, it was but I, it was cool. it was a uh, an obvious. I mean, obviously, it was an incredible experience. It was yeah. uh, it was insane. It's like. I'm sure we've all done those shows, and I think the musical is similar, but, you know, like, where you're kind of on a high, like, oh, for yeah. days afterwards, you're just, like, feeling good <laughs> about life. Like, life is is right where you need it to be. At, yeah, at you're like, we turned <laughs> yeah. a corner now. We played yeah. at MSG. Everything's going to be different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, it's, it's all going to be so different from now on, Yeah. 
Everybody better recognize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it was great. I, yeah. For me, I, the you know, since I'm just playing, you know, drums, it was you know do, doing actually was kind of kind of comforting, which I didn't realize. You know, I would always like have you know when I was younger, I'd have this build up like, oh, you get in front of like a big audience, it's going to be different. But you know, actually performing, it seemed like. I was having the, you know, you have the same things you're thinking about when you're playing, you know, at, at Rockwood or at Pete's Candy Store or something. It's like very similar experience in a way, like musically. You're like, you're just playing music with other people. Obviously, the crowd is a big thing. And maybe if you're fronting the band, that would be I, maybe different. But but for my, you know, for my role as, as uh, playing drums on, on some songs, uh, it would, yes, yeah, it seemed very similar to, you know, any other musical experience I had. But it was, you, in, it was, I mean, in, it was awesome. I mean, not, yeah. not that similar. It was, it was great. But <laughs> <laughs> not trying to downplay it, but I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> Dude, first of all, <clears throat> Abby, you seem like you're really strong with the years. Someone? <laughs> yeah, she Someone is, made I, fun of, yeah, I could, what year was MSG? 2015. <laughs> That's what I would guess, but uh, Abby would know way better oh, than me. I keep a, I keep a journal, but also that, yeah, that was also the summer that we did that production of the musical here so it was a big big summer yeah i remember oh, man, it well that's funny yeah <laughs> someone <laughs> someone told me my podcast apparently rupaul's podcast what's the t all they do is he they they can't remember the dates at all and they're always <laughs> like was that was that 92 or someone's like you're like rupaul man you can't remember any of the dates i'm always like you know Back when you did that thing at the G, dog. I don't. Abby's <laughs> killing these dates. You're like that was 2014. Yeah, oh, I'm. I'm with you, Paul. I can't remember no, dates like remember at all. Yeah. Like it's just like a yeah. big blur. It's like a big mix of stuff. Like I event, remember events happening, but I couldn't tell you like what order they <laughs> happened in or like what years. It's just not how my. It's not how my brain works no. at all. No. No. <laughs> no. no, and I'm, I have a strong memory of two pictures because my Venmo profile picture is when me, D-Bone, <laughs> and Bobby took our shirts off and Manish was in the press box or whatever. That's a great That's photo. my Venmo picture. Oh, that's yeah. a, that's a good picture. Yeah. That is a good Amazing. picture. Amazing, yeah. Everyone should Venmo Paul some money so they can <laughs> see that picture. <laughs> you know, it's great when I'm Venmoing these yoga teachers that don't know me at all. You know what I mean? They're probably like, who the hell is... Paul Mad Thang with his shirt off. <laughs> what? The- <laughs> well, they're probably so happy to get that Venmo, though. They're like, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they're totally psychic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, but Kenny, was was that show, I, this is how much I can't remember, dudes, was that a part of a tour, or that was a specific, like, one-off two or three days at MSG, right? Yeah, it was a one-off. Um, well, two it was nights, two right? days, yeah. I think, in a row. Or, yeah. or was there a day between the no, two? No, it was in a row. Okay, see, yeah. See, it was like a Friday, about, Saturday, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was two days in a row, I guess, according mm-hmm. to Abby, which I totally believe. I can um, check my journal if you want. Yeah, <laughs> but it, uh, it was definitely two shows, and, and it was, yeah, it was just one-off. I think, uh, I, I'm trying to think maybe if that was the year we might have gone to Australia before those shows, but yeah. honestly, I don't. It was that totally, spring. Yeah. See, I I don't remember this stuff. <laughs> I, th- yeah, I have no idea. But yeah, it was, 
Yeah, we so we did, like did a bunch of rehearsals for it, and then uh, yeah, it was crazy, amazing experience. Definitely. How many rehearsals? How many rehearsals roughly did you guys do to go play at MSG? Well, I think the core band, who the Pete, Chad, and Brad rehearsed, maybe for like a an additional week or something, and then they mm-hmm. got all the the extra guys, uh, who was myself, uh, Boo Reiners, and uh, Ronaldo De Jesus. We we did a couple a couple days, I, I believe, yeah. And then the background singers were obviously Katie, Joanna, Abby, yep, the other Lib- Libby. woman, uh, yep, Libby, Libby, Molnar, yep. Yep. Yeah. We, yeah. So we did a few. Ronaldo's we, wife too. Oh yeah, of course. Oh my gosh, Mia. Yeah. Mia. Yeah. Mia. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we had so much fun. We did like a couple just vocal rehearsals, and um, I can't remember how many we did with the band, but yeah, yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Now let me ask you guys this question, and I've probably been sitting on this one for five years, but you know how when you're on the stage, does the room look smaller than when you're up in the upper tiers. Do you know what I'm talking about? Hmm. It's, to me, yes. Hmm. Yeah, right? It, it That's looks a, a real lot experience, smaller. right? Yeah, it looks way smaller. Hmm. Yeah. I I mean, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, no. Maybe. I mean, this, yeah. this reminds me of like when we saw Stevie Wonder in the mm. front row. And <laughs> <laughs> the reason they're laughing, just so you guys know, is that Kenny... <laughs> Kenny got his face on the Megatron, and he was yawning. <laughs> I was so tired that day. It was such a good show, but I was like, I was not in the place to, to enjoy it for some reason. <laughs> no, well, it was messed up. It was like, no, I, I saw the camera coming. I saw it, and I was like, oh, the camera's coming. I was like, I got to make a good face. And then, <laughs> but Kenny <laughs> apparently did not see the camera coming. I looked at the stage, but we're... You said he was looking straight at himself, right? <laughs> On I think the jumbotron. You yeah. and Rachel like, Paul, I was looking straight <laughs> at the Megatron screen. I didn't realize I was even on the camera. He was watching, and I was just like, my mouth was just wide open. Front like, row, <laughs> but he's watching the screen. Stevie is like 10 feet away from Two us. 10 feet away. <laughs> like, I was like, he's, I don't know. Anyway. It was a good show, though. Yeah, not my best. Yeah, no, that was. I would, I wish, yeah, I would have. If I had a redo on that, I'd probably. Yeah. But it's such a. It's a good story, so I think worth it. Worth it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great story. No, but I, so my my lone times of being in the front row at MSG, and you like, you're like, wow, we're at MSG, but then you look, and you're like, oh, this isn't that big of a room. Mm. You know what I mean? But then yeah. when you're in the third tier, at a basketball game or a, or a fish show, which are the only ones I go to. <laughs> when you look down, you're like, this is 20,000 people. This is yeah. huge, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. I think that's a, yeah. yeah I, think I think that's a yeah. safe assessment. Yeah, it looks, it, when you're up high, it looks a lot bigger than from the stage. <laughs> yes. And, Kenny, I would be remiss in the telling of this whole story of MSG if you did not tell people where your Sunday gig was on a weekend of your MSG gigs. Oh, <laughs> It was out with it with this uh, with this artist um, Larry Stevens, who some of you might know. Um, yeah, so we played Friday, Saturday at MSG, and then Sunday afternoon I went out to. Um, it was like on some like gazebo or field, like out in the middle of of who knows what town in New Jersey, like like country, like kind of like out, like not in like suburbs, New Jersey, kind of like out a little bit more, and um, yeah. 
it was a uh, it was an interesting uh, one too. <laughs> Just remind, yeah, gives you <laughs> highlights kind of your life as a your life as a musician in a nutshell. Like you do some cool stuff, and then you do some stuff that uh, maybe isn't qu- quite as cool. I'm sure Larry would even <laughs> agree with that. But um, yeah. <laughs> no man, it was it was good. just that is that is. Still so priceless to me that like you're such a hustler. You're like, yeah, I'll do the gig. I'm free. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. I wanted yeah. to make sure I wasn't getting too. You know, you don't want to get. I don't want to get too high after I'm playing. Like you know, MSG because you you know it's you're going to be doing your weddings and the stuff afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was good to do the Larry gig. But Abby likes to tell some story where before I went to the Larry gig, I was just, or you could tell it, Abby, but I was, I was sitting on the well, couch. I think I sent Paul yeah. the photo. Yeah. yeah. It, he was just sitting with his sunglasses on, stare, like staring at the floor, like just sitting. And the, um, before the Larry gig, right? Before no, I, leaving, I remember the night this after. Picture. Yes. I think, I think, I don't even know if I showed it to him before I sent it to you guys. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Back to the musician grind. <laughs> I didn't even realize the photo was taken. Yeah, this he just stayed still for so long. I thought he was going to move when he saw me taking the picture, but he didn't. <laughs> it's like the jumbotron oh, like, in, in our <laughs> yeah. apartment. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But yeah, that is <laughs> that is as good as it gets, man. No, that's just that's I don't know. That's a testament to your work ethic, though. You're both very very hardworking people. Taking any gig you can, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. gotta keep working. <laughs> yeah, I guess you gotta gotta keep busy. I guess you gotta keep busy. So you got two busy bodies, two creative spirits in the house. How do you guys? How do you manage that? Do you guys practice together? No. You guys just did a live show. Like how did how did two musicians practice at home? Do you guys divvy up the practice time Bare- in the music barely. room? <laughs> we barely. Oh, you mean like practice rehearse together, or do you mean how do we? Um, you could answer that yeah. question anyway, oh. anyway. Oh. Well, specifically <laughs> for this show, um, we set a rehearsal time. We actually like arranged the time. It was like, all right, we're going to rehearse Friday. Yes. And <laughs> we kind of begrudgingly dragged ourselves in, <laughs> into the room here and ran a couple songs and uh, we did our, our silly Facebook live tryout, which you, I think you can still view <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah, we tested it out, but it wasn't, yeah, we didn't, yeah. we don't practice, I mean, in, just in general, we don't uh, actually practice much or at all together. Um, <laughs> Unless, you know, I have a band <laughs> rehearsal, you yeah. know, you guys but are it's all not there. like, you know, it's not like... Um, just, just the way our relationship is. It's not like you know during these quarantine times we're like jamming together or playing songs together or whatever. Yeah. It's uh, it's 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 kind of separate to be honest with you. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine. I can imagine that being a difficult thing. Like, it it can be difficult. I mean, it can be also awesome and easy, I'm sure, when you guys are playing together, and I obviously have played with you both a bunch. You have some weird internal energy where you both know where things are going to happen or whatever, you know, so. Yeah, yeah we've been playing be together good. for quite a while. I think it's stressful. <laughs> uh, getting to the gig is always stressful together for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, that's why we arrive separately sometimes. Yeah. 
<laughs> so you may have noticed. Or we're, we're always like 15 minutes late if it's, if it's the two of us coming to the gig together. <laughs> you can count on that. Yeah. That is funny. It is when you guys are together that it, it, it changes the, uh, the dynamic. <laughs> it that, definitely does. That is does. a good, good point. I, well, I can imagine that's just two people and you're trying – one person – is trying to get whatever program together and then you get tied up. It just happens. I can yeah. totally imagine. Yeah. I'm getting mad at Abby that her, you know, her keyboard stand doesn't fit in the yeah, car. And I already have like all my drums stuff. in the car. So it's like, it's just yeah. so hypocritical, but <laughs> I'm like this Dude, damn well, keyboard, keyboard stand. I hate keyboard stands. Yes, he really hates them. <laughs> Dude, they're the bane of everybody's existence. They're horrible. <laughs> they are. I agree. They're terrible. <laughs> It's like an awkward shape. It gets caught in, on literally mm. everything. It's true. Yeah, and no keyboard like, stands. It was like a little heavier than you want them to be. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Any anti keyboard stands. Who needs them? Dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so everybody, yeah, I guess we're not, we're not playing music together, but Kenny has his rehearsal space. And then I, I practice at home. And write at home while he's in his rehearsal space, or when my students don't show up for their online lessons. Yeah, <laughs> Abby, are you? Well, this, this is an interesting thing to talk about, though, because I've been thinking about this a lot during the quarantine. Is I'm asking other people, like, <clears throat> what is it that you do that makes you feel sane or normal during the quarantine? Mm. And what's interesting is I think when I really think about it is that the teaching has given me such a grounding that it's just, I'm staring at the screen so much more, but yeah. do you guys have anything, yeah. any quarantine, excuse me, tips or things you have to do every day, like exercise or yeah. read or journal your journaler, <laughs> Abby, like that's probably crucial. Uh, yeah. Well, I think the exercise is definitely, yeah, definitely big and get outside at least once a day. And, um, yeah, and teaching definitely, like, I agree, agree with you. It's like, it's very, it's definitely really much more exhausting online, <laughs> but, but also right? it, it is God. like, it is grounding and like, yeah, having to definitely be, uh, upbeat and put out good energy for somebody else is, um, is helpful. I think I'm glad that I have that. <laughs> so I don't know what Kenny would say. Well, I'm, I'm glad Abby has that too. Cause I'm like barely working <laughs> at the moment. Um, <laughs> but uh, I know I feel bad. Abby's like working, and I'm like uh, you know going to my rehearsal space, and I'm just like you know, I don't know, nah, just messing around we, with all we, sorts of stuff. You know, during that 2018, I was working hard, but not definitely not. I was not bringing in money, so I think it's yeah, payback time. All right, that's nice. Thank you, Abby. <laughs> it it, it eb, ebbs and flows. Yes, I'm sure. Like well. You both are just on the grind all the time, so I can imagine that it's probably nice when you do get to not be on the grind at the same time, you know? Because you yeah. have the same schedules, right? Like, you're both working in the evenings, Monday mm -hmm. through Friday. Monday through, uh, yeah. I was going to say Monday through Monday, like every day as a musician, you know? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, it can, it can be difficult. Or Definitely. Like, it, it can, yeah, I don't know. It's difficult. It's a, it's a difficult schedule, I find, to be honest. Um working like seven days a week, but you're not working like full, full eight hours, seven days, but you're like doing, doing something seven days a week, then it can be hard. And then, yeah, it's, it, it's interesting. Um, for, for myself, I, I find that, uh, for, for our time together, Abby, it's like, 
yeah, it can be really nice. But then sometimes it gets like where, you know, you could use some alone time, but then you haven't seen your partner in, you know, like hung out in like five days and, and it's just, yeah, then, then there can be a little bit of friction because of that. But, um, but yeah, it's a, definitely an interesting schedule. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think how, the thing that a lot of, go no, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to, I was well, going to ask how you and Rachel do it, but, but, but you go ahead. <laughs> Well, the the number one point I was going to say is I don't think I would imagine that people who don't work as a professional musician realize the how it is truly uh, very liquid. Like it's always a little bit different. Every day is a little different. Your teaching is set and the weddings are set. Yes. But then all these other gigs and these other rehearsals. And then I think something, too, that we probably can all agree on is that it's like it's such a late schedule. Like it's mm-hmm. like your body's just programmed to be up until one just because that's probably when you're going to be working, you know? So mm-hmm. definitely it is a late schedule. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a late, I remember your, can I think it was your mom or dad who said something to me about that, about how like our biorhythms are all messed up because it's not like it, you're not waking up at six when the, when the sun is up, it's like you sleep mm-hmm. like four more hours or three more hours, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Actually, during this, I've been, I mean, I've been getting up way earlier during yeah. this quarantine time and going to bed a lot earlier. We've changed our schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Which has been an interesting, just kind of happened. It wasn't, wasn't planned or anything. But so Do you like it better? Do you, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you I have, mean, there's nothing at night, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say because I, I like it better, but I'm not sure if it's because it's just consistent where, um, you know, your schedule, uh, bef- my schedule before it wasn't consistent at all. Or maybe, you know, it's like more, much more consistent sort of, I go to bed around a similar time and wake up at a similar time every day. And that definitely wasn't the case, you know, back when gigs were happening. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's hard to say. But, I, yeah, there, there are aspects about it that I definitely like better of, yeah, this schedule I have now. Yes, and... Between me and my partner, I like that you're dropping partner, too. I, I recently ref- was in the, the yoga class, and I referred to Rachel as my wife. And I was like, uh-oh. This is like a yoga... This is a very... The yoga teacher uses the... What the hell are those words? They use their and they. Oh, pronouns? Pronouns. That's what they are. Thank you, Abby. Yes. Yeah, so they use those <laughs> pronouns, and I was like, and uh-huh. that's my wife. Rachel, and then I was like, uh, then the whole yoga class, I was like, that sounded so heteronormative, like 1980s <laughs> language. I was what? in my head about it the whole class. <laughs> I think that's, you, I think that's okay. <laughs> you can call her your no, wife. I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it's an accurate description as your relationship with yeah. that person. So I don't, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> but no, I but understand, that, of course we all understand that where you've said something a little, yeah. <laughs> you feel like you put your foot in your mouth oh, a little gosh. bit. Yeah. yeah. Then the whole, I was like, and I was like, oh my God, Rachel, I can't believe I just called you my wife, like my possession, you know? So like, (laughs) (laughs) she's, Um, she's collecting your blocks at the end of class and putting your mat away. Spraying your mat down. (laughs) Yeah. She sprays your mat down. Oh, my wife, my wife will take care of that. (laughs) She's going to make us some lunch. Yeah, no, it's definitely not like that. She definitely doesn't do any of those things. But because <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I don't um, see Rachel doing that. I agree. 
When we played with Pete in Burlington last April, early April, I remember that young man, my former student, Ben, introduced his lady as, this is my partner. And I was like, that is so modern language, dude, you know? It is, it is. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm working, I'm trying to, I had a phase where I was trying to take uh, gender out of my language. I can take it out of my writing, like if I'm writing for social media or something, I always take it out. But when you're just speaking, it's like a whole different change. It's a whole mindfulness change, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to answer it your question, tricky, yeah. it is tricky. I think Rachel and I, obviously, our difficulty arises when we don't see each other because I'm working all weekend. She works during the day. I work the evening. So we start to get in fights when we're not seeing each other. Yes. Oh, Which I yeah. think you said one Same. time is something oh, that you guys... Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, when, that's when most tensions arise, yeah. is, is if we're not hanging so out. So now we get, we're getting along, knock on wood, really well, because we see <laughs> yeah, each other all the time. guarantees we're going to have a fight <laughs> Yeah, later. as soon as I say that. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're, seeing, yeah, we're seeing each other a lot, so it's good. That, that part of it is oh, nice. you're, yeah, but yes, no, that is true. If we're not seeing each other, we're both busy, and you're both like tired, uh, then that can it can definitely it definitely leads to m- way more fights and friction in the relationship. Way more. Yes. Yeah. And then then you spend that some is- time together, and you're like, oh, I, I see. That's pretty much all that needed to happen. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That is very true. It is very true. It's. It's a, it's a unique uh, situation. Just the freelance schedule and lifestyle and how generally exhausting and whatnot that it is. So, mm-hmm. uh, All right, so... Fucking hey, dog. Abby, I, I referenced Jasper. So, look, to the normal listener, first of all, if you're hanging out this long, you're a true fan. Shout out to the two true players. <laughs> and uh, Thanks usually, for listening, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, usually I like obsessively think about these conversations in anticipation of them. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, okay, it could go like this. It could go like this. But oh. then, and, and this is the first time I've ever sent it to somebody. I never oh, like show that to that. anybody. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Do you? I don't know. See, cause it's like. It's probably overall better. I can imagine that at the huge interview level, like Joe Scarborough getting interviewed by uh, whatever Sunday morning, what's that woman's name? Whatever that woman's name was. I'm sure they had a whole plan of how they were going to talk and the whole spin, like, this is how we'll portray you and blah, 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 blah. So that's why, Abby, I put in there, I always, first of all, Abby, you have, you are blessed. You're, you're blessed to have the, this magical thing called the sibling harmony, right? You come from a family of singers. <laughs> like that also that's not every family or it's like families everybody sings and they all like you're like oh they just harmonize this whole damn family can sing like this like what the hell you know yeah it's yeah. crazy my and my family nobody's musical I'm, I'm the only one yeah see to me that's that's weirder because also you know all my extended family like we get together and it's somebody's probably gonna play piano and we're gonna we're gonna sing like there's gonna be per- there's gonna be performance if there's a gathering a pain gathering, you know? <laughs> so I just thought, is, like, everybody was like that growing up, you know? Was it, was it like, is it planned? Is it like a planned event, or it's just like someone's going to sing some oh, tunes? It, or? it depends. It depends. If there's, like, you know, some kind of, like, anniversary party or something like that, there will be a, there will be a music performance involved. 
So, or, um, you know, well now, like when we, when we visit my grandparents, like that's a big thing we always do. We like, um, cause they're in their nineties now. Um, we'll always like go to the piano and, and like sing some hymns and stuff like that. But is that because of, is that maybe the church influence or was there musicians in the family or that was just the entertainment or what, how well, did that how does it come up? Yeah. yeah, I think, well, I think all of, I mean, my family just really, really loves music, you know? It's, like, very important to all of them. And, yeah, I think the church, like, is an influence, but also it's a, uh, it's a, a platform for performance, <laughs> you know? Um, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, for, yeah. well, yeah, for me growing up, for sure, that was where I, I performed the most, um, usually with my family. Um, and, and, yeah. no, no one... No one was to put into context of your musical thing, though. There was no like, were you doing Broadway tunes, and was there Broadway acting singer performers in the family, or was it no, more? no, not no theater stuff. Um, mostly just like yeah, like choral. Like if there was a community chorus being put together, you know, um, my some you know my parents would probably be in it. The church choir, um, my aunt and uncle are you know music teachers. They went to Fredonia. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. Not, not theater so much, um, more just like church and community stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And Kenny, your family, your family is musical though, dude. You're, that's not to say that your family is a bunch of performers, but they really enjoy music. Yeah. That's true. They do. Yeah. My dad definitely loves music. He likes singing and whistling and yeah. stuff like that around well, the house. Your mom too. So yeah, listen to yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom's like, yeah. I think. Well, this doesn't really show, but when when I was younger, she's a very uh, kind of creative. Would like draw and stuff, and we yeah. did a lot of creative projects together. Yeah, your family's my mom really creative. I. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I came from like a creative place, but but no specific. And I definitely always loved music. I remember loving like my parents would listen to like the kind of like the solid gold like oldies station, and I I like loved that. And before I re- um started listening to like you know pop music in like fourth or fifth grade, but um yeah yeah. So I, I do remember music you know for my entire life, but but nobody really played an instrument or anything like that. So I was. Or did any any music in any organized way? Um, yeah. Was your first instrument then, Kenny, like fourth grade or third grade or whatever grade um, band? Like yeah. drums and band? Yeah, actually, um, I remember we there was like an assembly in fourth grade. And they would call everybody up, I've, I think individually, and they'd kind of ask you what instrument you wanted to play. And I remember I got called up. I had no clue what instrument I wanted to play. So I just said drums. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that I got in. They like did like a little rhythm test or something to see if I could repeat the rhythm back to them. And then I, yeah, I guess I, I made it. I passed the audition. And uh, <laughs> and I, got, I obviously got really into it. But I had no like <laughs> pre like I had no like predisposition to drums until like I was like, okay, th- now I have to decide. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That is a I'm just jealous that you got drums. I put down drums and I still got saxophone because we owned a GD saxophone. Yeah. I'm still a little still a little tight about that all these years <laughs> later. <laughs> that's why I played flute too. We had a flute. <laughs> you used a flute in the family. You're like, how did I get flute? 
Yeah. <laughs> you played saxophone? You play what, what saxophone did you play? Alto? Alto, bro. Alto. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't even I've known you for so long. I I probably heard that before, but I I don't I did not remember that. Well, my brother was a little bit of an overachiever, and I quit totally in seventh grade and then came back as a bass drummer in eighth grade. Oh, nice. So I finally got my way. But That's good. You get to create a little leverage for yourself. <laughs> um, Kenny, did you go... This is probably the Forestburg Elementary School, right? This isn't like Monticello City, or it's not really city, but it's a big, bigger school district, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It um, Forestburg doesn't have a have a uh, school district. It's too small of a town. Um, so I yeah, I've always been. In, I always went to Monticello School District as a kid, where my parents were both so, teachers. Oddly enough. Yes, it explains your uh, ability, your patience, on how to be a teacher. I do. I do enjoy and, teaching. It's true. Kenny, how many kids graduated in your class? <laughs> no clue. This wasn't um, on the list of questions. Uh, yeah, this was, I didn't. Um, I, I it was a class B school for New York, so maybe I don't know. I'm gonna guess like, like 160. 200? Yeah, 160 and, to 200, something like that. And Abby, how big? How big was your class? It was. It was like 60 some. That was a big class, actually. It was. You usually it's like 40 some. I think at at uh, in Jasper. Yeah. That is, yeah, dude, Jasper literally blows my mind. I've never even been there. I have this vision of Jasper as this, like, wild place. You (laughs) You gotta go. Well, you know, it's probably not too different from where you grew up, actually. It's it's a a different vibe. I've been to both towns. It's it's a little different. Well, there's no college. It's a different different thing, yeah. Yeah. It's a little different. It's pretty um, rural, but, yeah, I have have a lot of family still there. And, uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely well, pretty rural. I feel like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but are, are most people like started in Jasper as farmers and maybe they're yeah. not farmers anymore, but they're yeah. like, it's like a bit like a big farming community or like or it was. originally was. Yeah, when I grew up, it was like, I mean, I grew up on a small farm and most, you know, I don't know, it seems like half the kids in my class had, you know, grew up, were living on small farms too. And by the time I graduated from high school, they were all um, gone, <laughs> you know? It was it all dairy farms, but isn't there potato chip farming out there? Like potato farming out there too? Uh, I mean, you know, not anybody that I know, but my my dad would yeah. would know that. I'm not most people I knew had dairy or there were some beef um, farms, but yeah, dairy I think is the big is the big one. Dairy dairy is the big one. No, that as you guys know, my father had some gig out in that part of the world and it's yeah. definitely one of the remaining counties where there was in Wyoming County but I don't think mm. Jasper is in Wyoming County it no, was it's in a different in county right? Steuben yeah yep. Steuben County baby <laughs> yeah that's my county <laughs> that, there, there has to be more cows than people in that county right? I don't know because I remember there was more cows than people in Madison County. And, like, while I was growing up, it switched. Like, kind of like Florida has more people than New York now. It was, like, a thing that my mother announced to me. <laughs> and my mind had to, like, process. I was like, there's more 
cows than people in this county? What the hell? Like, <laughs> Your mother announced this. <laughs> she was like tracking it. And then she's like, well, <laughs> it finally flipped. <laughs> We've finally done it. There's more humans and cows in Madison County now. <laughs> oh, that's really that's funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I think it was just when she was working at the courthouse, that was like a thing that was oh, known. It was like, right, she'd be in the, the know. I don't yes. know. Probably the 2000 <laughs> census or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, I got that, that census. That's funny. Oh, man. That is funny. And that does, <clears throat> in all of these secret famouses I've done, all of these super talents all unequivocally across the board come from musical like families. It's just like, hmm. You can't, you probably don't even remember the first time you sang or played music. It's just such a part of your upbringing. Like, your parents were always singing when you were a baby, and then you're singing, right. and then that's just how it goes, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really funny how that works out. Did you play flute all the way through high school then? I did, yeah. I was, I was pretty into it, yeah. You were into it, but... Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you not go to college originally for music? Didn't you go for maybe something else and then kind of came to music? Well, like weirdly, I actually went for theater <laughs> for one year. <laughs> oh, I had a secret year of school at uh, University of Buffalo. So, um, and then I was like, you know what? I can't really act or dance. <laughs> so I think I might just focus on music and I want to be in New York City. So it's like purchase looks cool. It's cheap. I think I'll go there, and that's what happened. So, you made the decision as a young gun, like that's like eighteen, to be like, all right, I'm not doing this. I'm getting the H double hockey sticks out of here. I'm going to New York. Yes, yeah. And I was actually like an undeclared major um, my first year at Purchase, um, and because I didn't know anything about jazz, and then I just like. I don't know, started hanging around some jazz majors, and I was like, this seems cool. I think I'll audition for this. And so that's what I ended up doing. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. Did you... No, it's not dumb at all. <laughs> Did you always play piano then, Abby? Like, you just grew up with a piano in the house. Yeah, I, but I wasn't, like, trained at all. Um, and so, you know, I always, like, I loved playing. I constantly played. My mom taught me a little bit, but... Um, I didn't really study piano till I was at Purchase uh, with Pete Mellon-Verney, who was like a real, you know, huge life-changing teacher for me at Purchase. Ah, so what, is your mother the piano player in the family, the accompanist? Yeah, yep. Yeah, she's a, she's a good pianist, good uh, sight reader. Yeah, better at that than me, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. That is cool. That <laughs> and something I always remember that you said, Abby... <laughs> And this, I, and this, about how like you teach you teach piano and you teach voice and mm -hmm. maybe you teach other stuff, but those are your main like things, right? Yeah, just like that, and you know, whatever, like songwriting stuff. And songwriting, and you teach songwriting, yeah. 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 And I remember you saying like, only because some of my students, I feel like I can give them a couple pointers on singing, but then as soon as you enter into the domain of like working on singing, you're like, this is a this is a lost cause, like this. <laughs> And, and you helped me realize that, like, you're like, teaching an instrument is so much easier than teaching, uh, like, someone's voice. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like. Yeah. How do you teach singing over Zoom, dude? Like. Oh, my gosh. 
it's, you know, it's a little different, but I can still see, I mean, it's a lot of the same, so much as like how you're shaping your mouth when you're singing. So <laughs> I feel like yeah. my students are getting a little bit tired because now all I, you know, I can't hear them that well. I can tell when they're straining and stuff, but, um, you know, so I'm just like, <laughs> don't spread your mouth, <laughs> drop your jaw, drop your jaw. I think they're just so sick of hearing that, but yeah, it's a lot, lot more visual because usually I'm accompanying yeah. them too and I can't really do that anymore you know like i play them a note and they do the exercise but um but i mean it it works Oof. you know it's just different like i miss seeing them in person but i think they can still get a lot out of the zoom lessons yeah yes yeah. no i agree with that that's interesting that you say that because i feel like my lessons have become way more like theory and technique mm. only because i yeah. can dictate that 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 over the screen whereas like yeah we can't play duo or anything like kenny how yeah. are you doing drum lessons over zoom uh it could be tough yeah i we i think we've done more like reading like counting and stuff like that um i still try to have them do some songs but that's definitely not the same because it's really difficult i i maybe there is a way but i've not found a way to where i can hear the song the kids playing mm-hmm. while they're playing it in like and actually be in sync or give an accurate representation of what they're doing so sometimes they'll just play to the song and I'll just listen to them. But it's, it's um, yeah, it's frustrating. It can be frustrating. Sometimes they're, they're like the student can't get something and you're just like, oh, if I was there, this would be uh, yeah. so much faster. Instead of taking 15 minutes, we'd have this in like three minutes. <laughs> but, you know, I think, yeah, we're all, everyone's adapting, I guess, trying their best. I appreciate yeah. that from my students. Or, yeah. You know, they're definitely putting in effort to try to, try to make this happen i feel like it'd be easy to get kind of uh discouraged so i do appreciate that from from my students but yeah it's it's definitely way different way more intense like i'll teach yeah i'll be like exhausted from not teaching that much and more (laughs) more more planning as well Uh yes more planning is right um are you still doing your songwriting kind of stuff Abby, are you guys doing spring recitals? Now we're getting. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing my recitals. Yeah. Yeah. How do, how does that work? How is that going to work? Like. Well, I think. Well, I've been doing like um, these, like some concerts on Zoom to this company called Concerts in Motion, um, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, it seems to work okay. You just give your audience and you just mute everybody and you perform and then you unmute them so they can clap for you. <laughs> then you meet them again. <laughs> um, so it'll be something like that, I think. I'm trying to prepare my students already. I'm like, all right, we gotta, we'll gotta. have to start thinking about our view. You know, I might need to see more than your face. Like, we might want to think about lighting. <laughs> You know, yeah. the students' it's a, it's, view is, is always amazing. It's like they got their like phone that can't stay up, and so they're it's like either like straight up their nose, or it's yeah. like you know always falling, or just straight just the ceiling. I get it's, sometimes it's just no no head and just like you know maybe the ha- like the hands. It's funny on the piano. I had that for one of my students last week. She's like, "Is this good?" And I was like, "I guess." I mean, I can see your hands. That's good. <laughs> That is funny, yeah. My boss is adamant that they need to see their face. Mm, yeah. Which I'm like, I don't know, you know, they're playing guitar, I don't know. It's like, no, we need to see their face. I'm like, all right, okay. We need to see your face, little buddy. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes that makes sense, I guess. I have one student yeah. who just who just dips out and like, well, I could tell he's like looking stuff up and like mm. on the, online, like the screen is paused. I'm like, I'm like this kid. Oh boy! <laughs> I'm like, come yeah, on, when it dude. just says his when it just says his name. I'm glad that I, one time, I, yeah, that well, that's that's like a whole that's a whole other challenging ball game. Yeah, it's this has been a rowdy time as an educator. There's no doubt. It's definitely exhausting. It definitely takes more time. It definitely like slows the whole thing down, as you said. Like if I was just there and I could just be like, dude, it's this. Do this yeah. again, you know, or yes. whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, teaching piano. I actually think piano is harder than voice uh, over Zoom. Because, you know, like the younger kids, I just put their hands. Like if they can't figure it out, I just show. Or I like they see me do it. And they can't seem like I'll show them. Like I'll turn the screen around and show them, you know, when I play on the piano. But they, they can't really seem to get it the same way when I'm there. And I'm like, just do this, you know. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. A lot harder. Yeah, no, I, I definitely get why lessons are still, like, all of these kind of famous guitar players who do lessons online, and then I'm always like, they're like, yeah, I just can't sustain a student, and now I get it. It's like, mm -hmm. dude, it's not nearly as fun as, like, being in person, playing together, hanging out with the person who can show you stuff. With, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to get, Whatever. like, a personal vibe with the kid you know, sometimes, like, where it's, like, just all business, basically. Mm-hmm. Which is part of my yes. lesson side teaching technique is just try to get like a a little bit of a vibe with the kid. Can so he likes to chat. So like they're not yeah, so it's like a place where they can learn, you know, but but we're we're also comfortable with each other. We can joke around and stuff. I feel like I just communicate through jokes in general. <laughs> um but yeah. It that's been way more difficult over Zoom. <laughs> yes. Yes, and I like that statement, Abby. Kenny likes to chat. Do you not like to chat with your kids, Abby? <laughs> no, Abby's all business. She's like, yeah. No, I, ch I chat a little bit. But no. <laughs> but I'm like, time's up. Gotta go. <laughs> I gotta yeah, get you're looking at the clock. <laughs> you're like, yeah. all right, we, I got two minutes left. I gotta let you go. I got stuff to do. Well, my, my sweet student last night, I was like, Kenny and I had big plans to go for a walk after teaching. <laughs> so mm -hmm. she was like, do you have another student after this? I don't think you do. <laughs> She's like, can I just show you this one more thing? <laughs> and I was like, no, I have to, I have to go walking. I have my walking time. <laughs> but Kenny would have, I think he would have been nicer and would have been like, no, it's okay. You oh, definitely. Yeah. I've yeah. been like, yeah, show it to me. Sure. It's like, I need to get outside. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's funny because I think I was trying to extend the lessons at first, like give them extra time. But now I ended a class uh, 15 minutes early last night. <laughs> I'm not saying because like it, give it, them. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I was saying I was like, take this time now because they have to do these videos and recordings on their own. It's like, take this 15 minutes and begin this project right now. Like, yeah. I can't do it for you. You need to yeah. start this project now. So take this time and focus on this for a little bit. Because yeah. I think half the battle for anybody, as we would all know, is like just starting the project, you know? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Once you start it. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely but half the battle. That's half the battle, right? Uh, for me, definitely. Mm -hmm. More than half the battle sometimes. Yeah, for sure. 
Anyway, so, what does the future hold for you guys? This is good. I'm glad you guys hung. It's, well, Abby, you have an exciting two songs coming out with oh, yeah. The Man. Yes. Did Say it's his coming. name out loud. Kevin, Kevin Killen. <laughs> Um, yeah, right, I was telling Kenny Kevin you should Killen. you should get him on this on this show because he, he has some really 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 awesome stories. Um, uh, yeah, you just should definitely get him on yeah, the show. Yeah, I've gotten a few stories out of him. You know, he's very very modest, but he, yeah, he's, he's done a lot modest. of stuff. At Paul Amaris's. I've heard some stories of Kevin's via Paul Amaris. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I, I'm sure he would, he would be interested in doing it, but yeah. So Kevin Killen and uh, yeah, I think yeah, uh, those eyes is a, is a song that's coming out <laughs> soon. Very, we just got the, uh, the mix today. Yeah. And uh, really, really excited about that. Yeah. It sounds awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, for someone who doesn't know, and I always say Kevin Killeen, but I know that's Brian's last name, so I have oh, to yeah. read his e. name. Yeah. Kevin Killen. Kevin Killen. Yeah. Tell tell the non music dork who he is. One of you twos. Oh, One of you. Well, um, well, yeah, he's like a really awesome um, engineer and producer, but um, he's worked on like so many of my favorite albums. Um, the Peter Gabriel So album is probably the most. Um, yeah, the one I'm most excited about, but there's so many. Tori Amos. Um, uh, what Tori record did he do? Um, oh my gosh, what's the name of it? Why can't I think of it? Uh, it's the one, oh, Under the Pink, it's called. It's yeah, like the one with Cornflake Has Cornflake, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and I mean, like, so much, Elvis Costello, so much stuff. Like, if you just look him up. It's very, very impressive, but he's like an extremely modest, um, extremely nice uh, and easy to work with guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I purposely did not look at his bio before <laughs> you, we, we did that with him because yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, can, I can get inside my own head like if I yes. know I'm around someone who, like you're, I just wanted to be normal, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I did that same stuff at my those writing retreats too. I was like, I'm not gonna look up the other people before. I'll look them up after. <laughs> so I yeah, yeah, I, I can't <laughs> yeah. do it. I'll get super intimidated. Then I yeah. want to be like, so um, so when you were hanging out with Tori Amos, um, what was that like? You know, like <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. When he tells stories, he'll be like the artist, and I always want to be like, which artist? Which one? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> but I, <laughs> I don't feel that comfortable like, yet. We both know what artist. You just have to tell me, and I'll know who Was it is. Was it Peter? Yeah. What's he like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Peter or David Bowie? Who are you talking about? Oh my right gosh! Now, of yeah. course, he worked on the Black Star album too. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to talk to him. <laughs> anyway, he, so that's, um, that's coming up. Yes. He. I have never worked with anybody who can actually make you feel good about your track. <laughs> and that sounds a little dark on the business of engineers and stuff like that, but I don't know, Kenny, would you agree with that? Like, I, I was like, I felt good about myself. And usually, like, in a way, like, this studio, you kind of get really dark on, like, your own playing or your own performance, and, like, Kevin has a way of uh, lifting you up, you know? Mm -hmm. Emotionally and, like, and, like in, a, in a musical way. You know? Yeah. Did you feel that way tracking vocals with him, Abby? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just so, like, yeah, very positive and um, 
just so mellow about everything he does. He never like raises his voice or anything. <laughs> he, what I thought that he just seems very um, interested in what you yeah. have to say or what you're bringing to the table for this song. So he's like, instead of like being like, oh, maybe this, you know, he just seems very interested in, you know, what, you know, human element you're bringing to the track, whether, you know, I'm just playing drums or, or you know, I wrote her and, and I'm singing the song. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be released under yeah, my own name, Abby's name. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what kind of, that's what impressed me about him. And just like an incredible, yeah. Engineer, yeah. for sure. The sounds are crazy, and then just yeah, just giving people the space to to bring their best to the table. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did like exactly what we had, you know, when we initially talked. Like I just kind of told him, I was like, I don't think, you know, I was like, we kind of already have our thing, and I just want it to sound really good. <laughs> and, um, and that's what he he did. So <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, he he's a cool guy. He he's he's a special character. And the the thing of all these kind of amazing people that we're talking about, I do there is always like they're always like cool. <laughs> I think that I learned that from Dispatch even probably Kenny. Like at the top of the food chain, they were they surrounded themselves, well the top of the food chain that I've ever been around, but they surrounded themselves with like the coolest People, but even in the Joe thing, like uh, Kenny and I was talking about, like Joe's assistant Rachel, where she is so cool and she is working so hard. Like how she balances, like she's not ever gonna freak out to your face. You know what I mean? Like no, Rachel's she's as awesome. cool as a cucumber. Yeah, she's very cool. Yeah, Rachel is very. She's she's an incredible person. <laughs> I know that's not gonna yeah. really resonate with a lot of people because <laughs> only you or me the only people know who Rachel is but yeah she's she's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah no but I could imagine like Kevin Killing like <clears throat> watching Chris Anderson and I drink you know 700 <laughs> seltzers and just like very calmly being like well, you know, it's not good for your bones. And then going home and be like, so these two fucking idiots were drinking seltzers the whole time. You know, that's what he said to his wife as soon as he got home. It's like, it went pretty well, but. Oh, He's you. like, I've never seen one human drink 12 seltzers in like a 40 minute span. I know. Chris was just straight putting on a show. Like yeah, you know, the, the was, tracking was secondary, was but it's seltzer drinking. That was entertaining. That was first. That was yeah. number one. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Sponsored yeah, by LaCroix. It is so funny. <laughs> oh, dude. And I would be remiss in not talking about um, Abby Payne. You are my second yoga teacher in oh. my life. Wow. And Kenny will know, because I, I talk to Kenny every day, but like I, my obsession with yoga like knows no know. bounds I'm right so now. I'm so happy you know? about that. That's great. Is that, what's, remember, what's, what's more, uh, surfing or, or yoga oh, right yeah. now? Maybe you'll yoga do your probably, training, right? teacher training. Um, well, dude, surfing will usurp yoga when the time comes. There's no doubt. Right, right. It's like I haven't played tennis, you know, since mm. this whole thing. Oh. But so I've been doing more yoga and running, but but obviously tennis is that's always number one. Well, you dude, Kenny, you're like 
You're you are the rock, man. You are the most consistent human being in your interests. Uh, you are more consistent than anybody I know on earth. <laughs> Abby, would you? I mean, you, Abby, yes. you know a million people too. I mean, do you come home and you know exactly what Kenny is doing. I'm sure, like you're like yes, and at tennis it's eleven, highlights. yes, he's watching tennis highlights or he's practicing Rice drums or he's playing like and hummus <laughs> tennis highlights. <laughs> Rice crackers. Yeah. Maybe some kicks or checks if we have those. Oh, definitely checks. Yeah, <laughs> kicks both. <laughs> really, kicks or checks? Do you? I I do like checks. I've been thinking about cereal because there's been so much time at home. Um, dude, yeah, yoga. I Abby, when you when was your when was your uh, when did you become obsessed with obsessed. yoga? In my mind, that was so, like I was like 27 or 28. Right? Oh. Like like I don't know. Maybe well, 2007 or 8? Well, no, I actually started um I I've I got serious about it in like 2005 actually cuz I started um doing like work study at this place Sonic Yoga in Manhattan cuz I lived next door to it. <laughs> um and it's really been since then. I haven't I haven't lost that. But I did my teacher training in 2010. And that kind of took it to the next level and I taught for a while. Um, wait, wait but, that's when yeah. we took yoga with you? That was 2010? I mean, let me think. I did the, it was like the summer of 2010, I did the training. So then I was teaching, and I did those classes that really? you guys used to come to, like in weird spaces, 2011, probably. The one on like Banana's Roof where your brother's yeah. like flipping me off that a really amazing picture. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That, that was, 2011, was 2011? I think, yeah. Holy cow. I think so. Kenny, who introduced you to yoga? <laughs> <laughs> um, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you used to come in the city and do classes with me when you guys lived in White Plains. Yeah, when we were recording. Really? <laughs> um, I would... Uh, in the courting yeah. phase? Yeah. yeah, we were recording. I would uh, yeah, come and do some yeah, yoga. Some modern and then, then we got together and I didn't do yoga for a really yes, long time. Yes, didn't. No. And then I got back into it a couple, maybe like a year, a year or two ago. <laughs> now, Abby, when you guys were in your courting phase, was Kenny's downward dog still like super sick then? Uh, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's way better. It's gotten better. He's definitely a lot. Yeah, he's a much stronger yogi now because it's a more regular practice. But um, yeah. No, but he, yeah, he was always, yeah, solid. Check yeah, me I mean, out on the Kenny, gram. No. <laughs> Kenny, for, uh, dude, Kenny, you have a very, very, very uh, flexible, you got honey hips, bro. You got honey yeah. hips. Like, not everybody's got your hips. He was just doing his hips. ankle to knee last night showing off with that. We're talking about our, um, we did his, yoga His yoga full glow. lotus? He, well, his he's lotus? Doing, I could um, probably still Double do pigeon, that. you know, the, the ankle to knee thing. People call it different things, but he Wait, does what that do you, really what is, well. It's like when that, you sit instead of like cross-legged, it's like cross-legged, but your your legs are stacked one on the other. You know that one. Kenny did. We were in a session recently, and Kenny did that thing with boots on. Yeah, he has really open hips. Can you do that, Abby? No, my hips are not that open. Yeah, you literally broke my heart, Kenny. <laughs> Abby and I are doing a wedding gig. This is. I don't know. I, I have no concept of time. So it, you were not the drummer. It was like Jake was the drummer and Ethan was on bass and maybe you, me, and Debo and Abby. 
this is a super inside story. Holy cow, okay. I can't believe I'm telling this right now. But like, yeah. In my mind, I'm like, yeah. And you were just like, no, you know, I've been doing yoga all these years oh. and I'm never never going to do the <laughs> yoga journal like poses or the Instagram yoga poses. And you're like, no, I'm yeah. it's ke- it's given me the mobility that I have. Yeah. Or it's kept the mobility like is the way you put it. And in my mind, I was like, so I'll never be sick, huh? No, no. Well, I don't know. I don't want to make you feel that way. I think everybody has their own uh you know, their own poses they can they can master and then there's ones you just you gotta do your own way. Do you think it's like but like a you know, like how you're like we're dedicated to becoming, you know, good good singers, good drummers, good good guitar players and stuff. maybe you have to put that same effort into your yoga and you know, obviously that might not be I might not be putting that effort into my yoga to get to those results. Uh, Do you think it's something like that, no, or is it just no? Like, I think your bodies have limitations. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I because you know what is I said. So that's fifteen years I've been doing it, like you know, very seriously. And there's still these, yeah, that that like ankles and knee thing. I can't. I mean, I can do it, but it doesn't look. It looks ugly. I can't really do it. Like, so I don't know. Yeah, I it's think, an interesting yeah. thing. Because it depends on, like, if you have long arms that you're already, that's, like, really good for yoga because that means you can do good arm balances and, like, you know, hamstring stretches. But anyway. No, it's, it's, a, it's a funny, I remember, I remember, Abby, you getting, like, into your yoga phase and I was, like, looking at you, like, and just being like, wow, so she's found something that she loves maybe, maybe more than music. She's going to leave music, but then it, you return, it just kept you kept it in a space where you're at and you were still yeah. doing music, but I was like, oh my yeah. God, she's going to become like a crazy yoga lady. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought, you know, I sort of thought it might go that way, but I, um, I mean, I think I, w- I will always do music. I mean, it's hard to say. You can't say you don't know everything, but, um, you know, how you're going to be in the future, but it's, yeah, I can't imagine a life not doing music, so... Yeah, I think no, that's I agree. No way, yeah. I agree. No way, like, right? Yeah, no so, way. So it's like, like what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. It's like just kind of it, at this point. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like you know maybe you'll do different. Maybe you know maybe you know maybe the day will come where you're not. You might not be making your living like this, but you'll still be doing it. It's like it's what you do. Yeah, yeah. The yoga yeah. world is really you know it's not an easy world to make a living in either. And I think I realized that I was like, yeah, this is like. This is equally, you know, an equal amount of hustle. And I'm like, I've already got this, like, going in music. So I think I'm going to put more into that instead. <laughs> yeah, just be the student, the student. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, but I'm glad, you're, glad you're enjoying it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this I, is this is my year anniversary because Kenny, Kenny uh, is always my inspiration in my haircut. Or you, I, Kenny, you said it. I don't know. You always people say things, and then one little line just gets stuck in your brain. You're like, yeah, yeah. Kenny just goes like, yeah, you know, I like I like yoga because you can just move better. And then I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, it's definitely true. If I'm not doing yoga, or, and yeah, or if I am, you know, I could definitely I could tell a difference for sure. Yeah, your body gets kind of addicted to it. You can't. You don't want to stop. Yeah, because you yeah you you become so aware of your body. I think as musicians too, since our body is our real instrument, like it's yeah. like, oh man, I can't. I think too, Abby. I think it really does help the singing. Yeah, I was gonna say as a singer. I mean, I use like you know stuff from my like yoga teacher training in my 
voice lessons for sure. Like yeah. the warm ups and stuff. Because like so much about singing is getting rid of tension in your body. Yeah. So, yeah. That's funny. It's really helpful. Also, real, this is the final yoga thing I will say, but I, uh, <laughs> now that this at home yoga phase is going on with the quarantine and we do the ohm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I am crushing. I am, I like literally my home <laughs> ohm is like this. Oh, oh it's high. No, it's more that I just do it. Like I think I can hold. Oh, like why? Yeah, like I'll, I'm like, look, I'm not singing. I gotta work on my yeah. singing. Like I gotta hold this note for so long, you know. <laughs> Kenny's That's, pretty into you his. Keep ohms. up your singing chops. I've, I have to admit that I've definitely done just for Abby's entertainment tried to hold the ohm as long as possible. Yeah. The door he'll yeah, be in the bedroom doing too. it alone and yeah. Matter of fact, oh. I feel like we should <laughs> to do, we should just three of us try one right now. Holding the note, see who can hold the note longest. Sorry. <laughs> Let's go. Go for it. Go. All right. Who's go. starting it? I'll start. I'll start. Oh. That's for Wexler. Have, have fun editing that part out of this whole thing. <laughs> I was going to say, that is good radio right there. That's good. Or podcast. That's, no, that was a long ohm. That was a long ohm. That was very good, Kenny. Kenny, <laughs> we gotta, it's going to be a redo, and I'm not going to laugh. So. You, you want to do yeah, that? Yeah, well, it's hard to keep going. I'm listening to... <laughs> Kenny, I like that you did the... You did the oh, you did the yes. little lift at the beginning too. Oh. Isn't, that, isn't that what people do? I'm just trying some to copy. Some people do. Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. why some people do that. I'm like, dude, just go ohm. Like, just oh, um, why does it got to yeah. be like two notes? Yeah. I think I I favored the ohm as a as a teacher. I did the two notes. The two notes. Yeah. What were the yeah? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. No, that is good. This is, I'm telling you, people are going to love that. Yeah. All right, so I'll oh, play yeah. people out with Hot Head Kid. Look forward to the new Kevin Killing tracks that Abby will release by the fall or summer, or what's your, oh, what's your rough? We're going to have one out, I think, in May. Yeah, soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Did you pick a cover image? <laughs> No, and that's going to be a little bit tricky now that, yeah, I can't. I had a photo shoot all planned with Manish in, in March, and we obviously had to cancel that. So I don't know. I have to find something. Dude, that's the funny thing. That's funny that you're saying that, Abby. As a real quick, I'm supposed to release an old Thang song on Bandcamp, and like coming up with the cover image right now is like, oh, my God. Oh. I picked a picture that actually, Abby, that you took <clears throat> in, at the Red Square at the Halloween show in like oh. 2010 or something, and it has none of our heads. <laughs> but it, I remember that show only, very well. It only has like Debo and Law and I, but it doesn't have any of our heads. But there's a sticker on a keyboard that says The Thang, and I was like, oh, Well, this yeah. might work because it's like, Yeah, I don't know. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't see how old we look now compared to 2010. 
Basically, this is probably when we recorded the song too, right? When, when Which song that, is it? No, that's why I that's yeah. why I went back to that era. I was like, yeah. oh, this is like the era of this is from 2010. Like, so this is what we looked like then, or whatever. But I didn't want our heads, and I didn't want like you. Know, that's good. Wow. Well, if you want the um, <laughs> the original from my crappy old camera, <laughs> I can probably <laughs> find it. Dig it up. I know. I can like open up my old Dell little laptop and. You know, send it to you. Yeah, yeah, this is just on face. This is literally just me on no, Facebook, I, like I know in twenty eleven. Yeah, yeah. Wait, and I which, was like, well, this could kind of work. I don't know. Like, which track are you guys releasing? Show me your thing. Oh yeah. <gasps> Wait, you never released that? Well, never in, in digital form. We have oh, uh, CDs. I love of that it. song. Yeah, I actually found a CD of it. Uh, yeah. Yesterday. Okay. In in my yeah. storage closet. <laughs> Oh. With a whole bunch of other things, CDs. Oh, that's a good find. Did you really? Yeah, I have. I have one. Yeah, that's good. I have two, or at least two. Wait, was it on that like little EP that you guys released? Yeah. Oh, I have that. I have a copy of that here. Yeah. Bonafide extends. Yes, yes, I have that. Or yeah. bonafide yeah. extends. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the name of it is. Yes. Yeah. But we <laughs> never, we never put it online. It was like that weird era yeah. where we're like, yeah, we're gonna do it, and then obviously the thing never does. Stuff, so. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Always in that weird era. Well, that's exciting, uh, <laughs> though. I'm excited about that. <sighs> More excitedly, all right, guys. Thank you for taking time during quarantine to do a remote podcast. I appreciate that. Yeah, I am nice. going to play the people's out with Hothead Kid. Set us, set the, set the listener up for this track. Okay. Well, this this is from uh, the Gunfighter Meets His Match. Um, and um, this is, I recorded this track uh, with Will Farr in 2016. Yeah. Um, and this is, used to be the opening number of the musical. Um, it is no longer, but, um, but this is telling the story of the gunfighter who meets his match. Yeah. Beautiful. That's, and that's I believe it, it starts with your, your beautiful drums, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think so. That's so it's right. like check it out, abbypain.com, and I bet there's uh-huh. a kennyshaw.com <gasps> coming soon too. I think there is. There, I think there is. Oh. Ken, Kennyshawdrums.com. Look for it in June, July, August, no. maybe September. May, May also. May. Yeah. No, May. <laughs> I, I just need a bio. That's tomorrow. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Chipping away at it slowly. Drums. <laughs> May. We got new tracks. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time yeah, to hang. Yeah. And uh, this will be out on Monday. So look for this. Oh, Boom. Wow. Oh, wow. It's a quick turnaround. That's yeah. what's up. That's my new thing with this. I can't, I can't be sitting on these. Like, it's got to just come out. So, yeah. All right. We'll get, we'll get the word out. All right. You guys. Thank you so much. He was a hothead kid living all on his own where he came from. Nobody knows, but one day his hand found a gun. He found a
Good. Yes. Kevin Killing. Maybe we can get him on here. Abby said that. That's a good tune, right? Hothead guy. Anyway, look for those new Abby tracks. I guess they're coming out much sooner than I actually realized before this was recorded. Get Kenny for drum rocks. Drum tracks. He's got a whole rig now. He didn't, they're both so modest. They never sell themselves at all. They're the best. They're the sweetest. You call them up. Have them over at your party. To perform or just hang. Either way, you can get them there. Probably pretty cheap. Hit them up. They're great. Everybody, again, stay safe. Stay healthy. Be well. Uh, Trying to get Jeff Littman on here. See, if I say it on the recording, it might happen. I emailed him. I was like, Jeff, we're going to do this, bro. Jeff was on my original list of people because he's just a fascinating cat. All right, y'all. Everybody be well. Drink lots of water. It's the key to success, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.